Perpetual Peace, a Philosophic Essay, by Immanuel Kant, Benjamin Trueblood Translation. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This reading by D. E. Whitcower. Perpetual Peace, a Philosophic Essay, by Immanuel Kant, Benjamin Trueblood Translation. Preface and author's introduction. Preface No American edition of Kant's great tractate on perpetual peace has been available for the use of those interested in the study of the historic development of the idea of international concord. Two or three English translations are in existence, but the latest of these, that by Professor Hasty, published in 1891, while excellent in its reproduction of Kant's meaning, is often involved in style, and far from easy to follow. The German of the essay is intricate in structure, and often very difficult to understand. Every translator of it has not only to render it into his own tongue, but at the same time to interpret its meaning. The present translator has tried to perform this double task in a way to make Kant's thought easily comprehensible to all intelligent American readers. He is painfully aware how imperfectly the task has been accomplished. Kant's footnotes, some of which are long and not particularly relevant, have been omitted as not necessary to a proper understanding of the essay. BFT Boston 1897. Author's Introduction To Perpetual Peace Whether the above satirical inscription, once put by a certain Dutch innkeeper on his signboard on which a graveyard was painted, holds of men in general, or particularly of the heads of state who are never sated with war, or perhaps only of those philosophers who are always dreaming their sweet dream of peace, need not be here discussed. The author of the present essay claims for himself, however, in presenting his ideas, the protection of one fact. The practical statesman, when he comes in contact with the theoretical statesman, assumes a haughty air and looks down upon him with great self-satisfaction as a mere theorizer whose empty ideas can bring no danger to the state, founded, as it must be, on the principles derived from experience. The worldly wise statesman may therefore, without giving himself any concern, allow the theorizer to throw his eleven skittle-balls all at once. This practical statesman must therefore, in case of a contest with the theoretical statesman, so far as proceed consistently as not to suspect that any danger to the state lurks behind the opinions which the latter ventures honestly and openly to express. The author of this essay feels assured that, through this saving clause, he will be in the best manner possible protected against all malicious interpretation. End preface and author's introduction. This recording is in the public domain.